Grace to you and peace from God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our text for this morning comes from the book of Psalms, chapter 24, beginning at verse 7. Lift up your heads, O you gates. Be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty. The Lord, mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O you gates. Lift them up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is he, this King of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of glory. Here ends the reading. Well, we've had a great fall already, really. You think about it weather-wise. We have had a wonderful fall, but it's certainly beginning to feel a lot like fall out there now. And you guys know what that means. The leaves will change colors. The temperatures will go down. Pumpkin spice is going to make a comeback. Everybody, so I make coffee like every Sunday for the, the Bible class that meets in the meeting room. And today I made pumpkin spice coffee. Guys, I don't like pumpkin spice coffee. See the sacrifices I'm making here? I don't even love pumpkin spice coffee, but I made it this morning. It's fall. But it also means that that time of year when the confirmands begin to start classes again, and in fact they have started meeting over a month ago, and we all remember confirmation. Maybe you're in it, or, or maybe you're, you're just getting involved. But we remember coming to class and learning about all those things that as a 12 or 13-year-old, you'll probably forget anyway. But you learned about them. And one of the things, undoubtedly, you learned about when you studied the Lord's Prayer was the way we kind of categorize what we call the three kingdoms. That's right, the three kingdoms. It comes in the petition of the Lord's Prayer, Thy kingdom come. And we begin to ask those questions. What does this really mean? And we say, well, God has a kingdom of power. He is ruler over all. He, he is sovereign. That is God's kingdom. But we also talk about the kingdom of grace. The kingdom that He establishes here in our churches where God delivers the forgiveness of sins. One through Christ Jesus, given freely. But we also talk about the kingdom of glory. Where God himself sits enthroned. Where his angels and archangels and all those gathered around him. Where God sits in glory. And we ask that question, which kingdom is coming? When we say, thy kingdom come. Certainly, the first one is already here. God is all-powerful. And so we have to say at least the second kingdom is one that we wish would come and go even further. The kingdom of glory is, is certainly one that we look forward to as well in the end times. But rarely do we talk about the king. We talk about kingdoms, of course, but we rarely talk about the king in these terms. And yet, in a certain way, when we talk about Jesus, we can talk in a similar kind of category. 
Now, it's not identical. It's not quite exactly the same, but we can say similar things. When we talk about the King, when we talk about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we also can talk about that in terms of almost three, three styles, three ways, three categories. We certainly had the prophecies that led up to the birth of Christ. We had the prophecies going all the way back to Adam and Eve that a child would be born. We know that that prophecy, those prophecies, in fact, were all fulfilled in Christ Jesus, born of the Virgin Mary. And we say it in the Apostles' Creed. We say it weekly, week after week, that he was born of the Virgin Mary, that he suffered at the hands of Pontius Pilate, that he died, but that he rose again on the third day, ascended, and in fact, to this day sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. We can certainly talk about the King, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, like that. But we can also talk about how our King comes to us. That is to say that through the work of the Holy Spirit, we are able to grab hold, if you will, of the cross of Christ that through our faith, our hope, and our trust, given to us through the very power of the Holy Spirit, that we are able to have faith in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And in this way, Christ is in our hearts. The King comes into our hearts, into our lives, into us here and now. And so, yes, the king comes. But we also have yet one other way. And much like when we talk about the three kingdoms and the Lord's Prayer, we have a similar way when we talk about what is to come. The big fancy word is eschatology, although there's another one. Of course, we, you know, us great theologians, we loved our words, especially if it's Latin or Greek. So we have eschatology on one hand, and we have the parousia on the other one, but they all mean the same thing, the last days. And what are the last days going to be like? When we read 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, we hear of the loud trumpet call of Christ Jesus, that he will descend from on high and collect all of us to be with him for all of eternity. Yes, we wait for the coming of the King the coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ to take us to be with Him for all of eternity. And so, yes, the King is coming. The King is coming. Today is LWML Sunday. Lutheran Women Missionary League, or as the video said, Lutheran Women in Mission. The mission of the LWML to tell others about Christ Jesus, our Lord. But not just about. See, sometimes this is a distinction that we don't always make. We can talk about the history of Jesus. That Jesus lived, died, rose again, and still lives in heaven. We can say things about Jesus. But we can also say the words of Christ. The words of God. That Jesus isn't just a historical figure that still lives, but in fact, Jesus died for you. 
in the here and now. Right here, right now, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ died. Yes, it was a long time ago, but yet He died for you. That by His blood, you would be forgiven of your sins. This, these are words. Words of power. Words of God. Words that need to be told. Told to others. This is the mission. The mission of the church at large, yes, but also the mission of LWML. And why? Why such a rush? Why venture out? Why such urgency except that we also have that third way of looking at the king? There is an end times. There is a time when our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ will descend from on high and collect us to be with Him for eternity. Which means there's an end point. And if there is an end point, then that means we have a job that is set forth before us. A job to tell others not just about Jesus, but to tell others the very words of Jesus. To tell others the very words of Christ that Jesus Christ died for them. And that through faith, through the working of the Holy Spirit, they too stand forgiven. They too stand cleansed by the very blood of Christ Jesus. So yes, the King is coming. The King is coming. And so we pray, come quickly, Lord Jesus. Amen. And now may the peace of Christ, which is the peace of Christ, the, may the peace of Christ be with you. In Jesus' name, amen. And now please stand as we confess our common faith in the word.